0: Well, hello, hello. You are listening to Above Average, the podcast for big families. I'm Lance Osborne, and I'm here with Bam, Bam.
1: <laughs> I mean, Bobby, Bobby. Oh, I was just—I g- was so excited. <laughs> like, just the the whole well, hello, hello thing just gets my blood
0: going, you know. I throw it to you, and you're like, Bam, and I'm thinking, are those his initials? B A M? No, they're not, because his last name's Earhart, and that doesn't start with an M.
1: Yeah. Hmm. BAE though, isn't that something in the new like What's up, Bay? Yeah, what does that stand <laughs> for?
0: Before it's, anyone else, right? No, I don't think so. I think it's babe with the second B removed.
1: No, but yeah, I, I see that's what I think old people think. Oh gosh. I I'm think old. it actually means before anyone else. You're my before anyone else. Bay. <laughs>
0: Okay, we've got a new podcast. We've got another <laughs> one, and it's Lance and Bobby discuss seventeen-year-old no, to... kid slang.
1: No, no, no. All we have to—well, that's true. All we need to do is interview like thirteen and
0: fourteen-year-olds. <laughs> I could think of a couple right now, and they would be rolling their eyes the entire time at the questions we'd ask them.
1: <laughs> I don't know that I could come up with enough questions, honestly. You know what? We we should just disclaim that neither of us really know what that means, and if it means something bad. We apologize.
0: True that. Because I'm not even going to Google this right now. I'm tempted, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to live on the edge.
1: All right. Well, we might get. Hey, it would be nice to get some feedback, though, even
0: if it's hate feedback. <laughs> hey, you made me Google Bay, and all these random bad sites came up, and I'm never listening to the show again, Bay. Thanks. You're not. You're uh, not my Bay anymore, Bay.
1: Oh man.
0: This is awful. We are so square, man.
1: I like it. It's all right. It, it, it's us. So True. where are you, man? You're, you're, uh, you know. Normally, you would tell us all why your audio is different because you're such an audiophile. Um, yeah, were you gonna do that? Were you gonna do that in the post edit?
0: I, I could. Yeah, I was gonna intro this episode by saying, so if you notice the difference in my mic tonality, this I'm, episode, <laughs> I'm sure you would have. No, no, I'm in my uh, my sister-in-law. And brother in law's garage in uh, outside of Baltimore, Maryland. So, Man, what's up? And you and where do you live again? I live in Owensboro, Kentucky. And how far is that drive? That drive would normally be 11 hours, but we guess what, dude, with our big family, we did it in 15. Bam! <laughs> that is not BAM worthy. <laughs> that is definitely, most definitely not BAM worthy. We rolled into their house. At four thirty in the a.m.
1: Yeah, you drove through the night, huh? Or did you obviously you switched off drivers? You had to. Uh,
0: we switched off. Yeah, Sarah, Sarah did a few hours, especially in the early morning hours, and I, I kind of catnapped for a little bit. Uh, but it was it was intense. The kids, I gotta, I gotta say, especially if they're listening to this when they're like you know eighteen or forty or whatever. No way, kid, dude. The kids were so good; they were great, and not just because it was the overnight thing. And of course, they'd be asleep anyway. Like even when we left town. Man, everybody was just spot on. It was great.
1: I gotta say one more thing before we end the the banter. When we drove from Maryland to Atlanta once, my kids were amazing. Twelve hours. So maybe it has something to do with Maryland.
0: Hmm. Way to go, Maryland people. Let's,
1: let's let's put a challenge out to all our listeners. In Maryland. In Maryland. <laughs>
0: so that would be my brother in law and sister in law. I just
1: want anybody right now to pack up and drive to maryland and then call us or tweet us and say you're right bobby that driving to maryland for whatever reason is the easiest drive in the country
0: bam Wait, bam another bam <laughs> so many bams! so much bamness tonight all right <laughs> must need, be maryland it's a maryland a thing
1: we need to roll don't we
0: well, let's roll. Let's roll on into bedroom arrangements, which is not the show title because Bobby and I come up with a show title after the fact. Sometimes they're fun, sometimes they're not. So the stand-in title is Bedroom Arrangements, bold font, period. <laughs> I like that. It but, makes hey, I know what we're talking about. Well, it's it's yeah. if you're if you're in a large family, if you've got a bunch of kids, you're thinking, "Okay, bedroom arrangements. Yeah, this is something that affects us." Unless You know, you've got your eight kids and you live in a what seven bedroom house, eight bedroom house where it doesn't really matter as much.
1: Yeah, didn't we talk we I feel like we briefly touched on something like that in a prior episode. You said something like most some of you may have such and such house, but most big families have they're they're like packed and, and jammed into their house a little bit. Uh, it's something like that.
0: Man, any remember. families I know that have you know three, four, five kids or whatever, they may have three or four bedrooms, which I think is the norm. And then yeah. on the higher end, they might have you know a fifth bedroom. But it's not like you're always going to have a single bedroom for everybody in the house because, hey, that doesn't make sense for when the kids you know start aging out. You know right. when they're off to college or when they uh, enter adulthood later on. Uh, and you're empty nesters. You're not going to be it's not just going to be you and your wife in this empty 10 bedroom house. That just doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that's why there's plenty to talk about here. Uh, you yeah, know, you're, that's exactly right. You know, well,
0: it's-, it's just something that affects us all. And I mean, you know, we always we say this is the podcast for big families. And here's how we define the bigger families. You know, it's three kids plus and I feel like sometimes we, we go to the extreme and we say, yeah, okay, let's focus on the three and four kids situations or let's talk about the really big family situations. But this is something that's really applicable across the board.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I so think-
0: anyway, so that's why we're doing this. Um, uh, and I guess it might be prudent for us to kick it off uh, and kind of share where we're coming from, the way that our situations are. So again, this is Lance and my family. We've got five kids now. Um, we've, we're in a four bedroom house. One of our bedrooms is kind of my office where I work and certainly where I produce the podcast and stuff, but it's also my personal office. Um, so we are essentially living with three bedrooms. So we've got our toddler son and our preschooler son in one bed bedroom. And then we've got the older girls together, a four year old and the seven year old. And then right now the brand new baby sleeps with us. So it's fairly simple for now. We'll have to figure out what happens when the baby 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 gets a little bit older, but I think we might end up stacking in all three boys in the same room. And that sounds similar to y'all situation, right, Bobby? What's the setup with you guys?
1: We're trying to figure it out. I mean, right now, Ava has a room that is considered to be hers. Yet our baby crib is in there. William sleeps probably the best. in. well, we have a crib in our bedroom too, but we moved, you know, that was his kind of infant crib and we've moved him in. To another crib that's in Ava's room, and he sleeps the best in there. And then Noah and Lucas um, are are I guess older boys, um, not older than Ava. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> the right. other two boys they they right they do bunk in a room right now, and in their room, uh, it's a fairly large secondary bedroom, and so there's room in there for another bed, even even uh, two sets of bunk beds if we really went that direction, which that's kind of what we've thought we will do eventually, but we're trying to figure out right now. We, we want to make sure William gets the sleep the easiest and he doesn't wake others up because he's still in that phase where he may wake up in the middle of the night and need to eat or just be out of sorts. You know, he's still a baby. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, does he wake, do we let him wake Ava up, um, you know, on a school night when Ava is already has a bit of an anxious personality, um, you know, and don't want, we don't really want to mess with that, uh, her waking up in a weird mood and stuff like that. So, I mean, these are the things that are going into our, our decision, you know? Um, and so it, luckily we're in the summer and we're kind of like trying things right now. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I'm with you. And I, I think that's a really good time to explore that, to uh, you know say, okay, let's try this. If it doesn't work, then it's not really going to rock anybody's world if they're thrown off for this random Thursday in the middle of the summer as opposed to somebody might have a test the next day or uh, whatever the case may be there.
1: Yeah. You know, the other thing I forgot to say here, and some people may think this is crazy or others may think, I do that, no big deal. But uh, there are times when maybe when we have guests, Uh, I do, I do remember talking about this when, when we had the, you know, your, your host in the party show, uh, we'll just throw three or four blankets down on the floor to make a bit of a comfortable pallet, if you will, and let the kids sleep on that. And they all do at their, at their current ages, they do really fine. I mean, Noah can sleep, he can sleep on a roof. I mean, that kid is, (laughs) it's funny. We all laugh about how and where he can fall asleep. But even Ava, our oldest, she'll sometimes kind of meander into the boys' room. Like if she's not sleeping well, she'll just kind of go in there and we leave some blankets on the floor and she'll just kind of curl up and, and fall asleep on blankets on the floor. So we're like, you, we don't even give our kids a bed. <laughs> <laughs> Bam.
0: Sorry, too many bams. Yeah, so you don't even need beds, uh, so you can just keep on having kids. You don't have to move. We just and need next square thing you know, footage, yeah. Right, right, right. Just floor space. And that's what this episode is about. That's all it's about today. No, no furniture. That's yeah. what we're really, that's what we're proselytizing <laughs> yeah. here. Sell your beds, sell your mattresses, just give them sleeping bags, and you're set.
1: Hey, we are Something. bound to get feedback on this show because there's so much controversy.
0: People are going to be like, no, no, no. I hate these guys. You guys are definitely not my bays anymore. <laughs> I was with you on the travel show. I was with you on the Chris Licurdo show.
1: Yeah, I know, right? Coming off of that one.
0: That was a good show, man. It was fun. But, Sidebar. but this is a good show, too. I feel like, and you and I talked about this kind of pre-show a little bit. We do a bunch of episodes. We we cover a bunch of different things here. We Sarah and I did that celebrity show that was kind of fun, kind of light and stuff. Uh, and then we did the personality style show, which uh, we tried to make it, as appropriate to our situations with the big family situations as possible. Uh, and it certainly applied. We talked about a lot of that there. but it also applied if you're you know just a brand new parent, and you've just got one kid. And yeah. so that was that was really cool that that content really related to anybody. But then we come back, we really hit it home. We're like, hey, bedroom arrangements. you know, if you've just got one kid and you've got a four bedroom house, you don't care. This is not your thing. But this right here, Bobby, you're living it, I'm living it, and I would say the bulk of our listeners are really living this stuff too.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So to move on, uh, so that was Bobby's situation. That's my situation. But other families that we're familiar with, we wanted to kind of share some of those too to just say, okay, Bobby's Bobby's situation and my situation with our, our children, they're really similar. You've got the older girls and then the younger boys, and it's kind of cut and dry. I mean, certainly if we had more bedrooms, that'd be a little easier, but it's kind of cut and dry. But it sometimes it gets more interesting when you do the mixed gender thing. So if you've got boy, girl, boy, girl in that order, or if you've got all got the same gender, what does that look like? So, Bobby, you had a story about a friend of yours.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm going to shout out to Patrick Falk, a good friend of mine and now i'll have to tell him that he's famous and maybe
0: he'll listen to the show um he's already listening he told me
1: oh good good excellent now uh he's a good friend and he has uh he's one of four um he's got two brothers older brothers and a sister and uh they i've been to their house out in um, southern california a few times and it's it's awesome they've got just a great setup uh, but they have three bedrooms and even into high school like these boys were in high school and such uh, they were very creative that uh, I think it stems from their I don't know if it's from their father but they've got a lot of creative abilities in their family. even Patrick himself can he's like a, a magician like with woodworking and art and things like that. They built into the side of their walls in one of the bedrooms, Uh, bunks like they actually built them in they didn't buy bunks they like built them into the wall if if that makes sense um yeah and there's three of them so the boys were literally triple bunked like in a submarine or you know a ship where you've seen these you know uh uh, i don't know why this is the analogy that's coming to me but these um these soldiers are seamen if you will at at sea that live in these bunks and they're like three and four high, you know what I'm saying?
0: Right, That's right. what
1: these guys, that's what the, these brothers, the Falk brothers did. And the, the other bedroom, uh, was, well, obviously there was the mom and dad's room. And then the, their third bedroom was their the daughter. Uh, now, I, I can't go back to their toddler years, all of them. So I don't know how that worked. But I know that like in the high school years and even beyond that, when they were all still in the same house, the girl had her own room. And the boys just triple bunked. And I always was like, man, that's that's cool, you know, because in our society, I feel like sometimes we can be pushed into doing things or feeling like we have to keep up with the neighbor or whatever and think we have to go buy another house or that we have to add on to the house or partition
0: a living room or whatever, you know, and... And it I sounds s- like that family just said, hey, no. girl, you get yeah. your own room and boys sorry about it. You know, there's, there's no fairness, you know, I'm, I'm putting that in heavy quotes right there. There's sure. no fairness. You guys are in it together and yeah, girls and are different. The boys and that's that.
1: And I'll tell you the room and the house, they're modest and, and they've grown up there and they're an awesome family. That room is a fairly small bedroom. I mean, they literally slept in there. I'm pretty sure. Um, and I'm sure there were times when you looked at it and it was a mess of clothes and whatever, but the, that's what they did. They slept in their bedrooms. Beyond that, they were out and about and living life, you know? so
0: Yeah, and they made it work. That's great. And I can't yeah.
1: speak for them. I, let me say that if, if Patrick ever hears this. You know, I'm not totally speaking for his story, but that was my perception of when I went and visited. And it impacted me. I was like, man, when I get older and have when I have my own family, because uh, this was years ago. I'll know not to make this such a big deal because you can make it work. Like You don't have to not have more kids. Honey, well, we're going to stop here because our house is just right. We have just enough bedrooms. Well, we're not going there. It's okay to have children,
0: you know? Yeah. So hearing that story about Patrick and his family, that reminded me of another family that I know. And they've got all boys. They've got four. I think they just had their fifth son. So this is kind of easy talking about cut and dry situations earlier. But... At least for the four older boys, they had them all in one room. So that's one more. I think they did have a larger room, but they did something similar where they built the custom bunk beds and they had them all in there. It cramped them, I guess, to a certain extent, but they were boys. So it's not like they're spending all their extra time in their bedroom anyway. And it really freed up another room to be used as a playroom or rec room or whatever. So uh, just slice it and dice it. Find a way that works for you. Yeah. But I I would say there are other situations, there are other scenarios out there too. Yours will be different. So if you don't meet any of these criteria, or you do happen to have a five bedroom house, or you've got the three bedroom house with this big, huge basement where you can, you know, send somebody down there and it becomes their own little dungeon or whatever, you know, your situation will be different. But we just wanted to say here's Bobby's, here's mine, here's some others that we're familiar with. And again, kind of this is the angle that we're coming from.
1: Yeah, and kind of don't be afraid to, to make it your own. Don't don't feel like it has to be, oh, you know, everybody needs their own space. Everybody needs their own room. And I think we're going to get into some of that here coming up, you know. You yeah. know, the, the other thing going back to the, well, we'll, we'll I think we're going to talk about that in another episode as far as just the rest of their house. And it was just very, it was so practical, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I think that's a great idea for another episode, a full-blown episode, buying, buying a house that fits your family, but also buying a house that kind of fits your future family, right, right. larger, smaller, whatever. Uh, but going back to the bedroom stuff, you know, another scenario would be uh, the baby sharing a room with its siblings. And so uh, let's talk about this, Bobby. How do we divvy up the gender stuff? Let's talk Mm -hmm. about boys and girls together. Let's talk about kids needing their own room. Mm -hmm. Uh, All this. Uh, You mentioned that William currently has it. So William's how old again right now?
1: He turns a year old tomorrow.
0: Hey, happy birthday, William. Yep. That's awesome, man. Way to go, boo. (laughs) (laughs) So he's got a crib in Ava's room right now. So we were, I don't guess we would call that sharing his room with Ava or Ava sharing her room with, with him. Right. What does that look like?
1: Yes and no. I mean, it, it seems like we go on these spurts maybe a week or two where, you know, we definitely have to put William to bed first and he falls asleep and, and, you know, he does his thing at that point, Ava and she's old enough and, and has the, I guess the maturity and the perception, if you will, to. Tiptoe in And climb in bed And be quiet And let William sleep We've done that before And there's been nights Where that works great But there's also been nights Where he cries At three in the morning And Ava Just Who gets out of sorts And Is just Kind of out of it In the middle of the night Comes flying in our room Like (laughs) It's almost funny It's comical at times No cares about William and and, you know Catherine and I are like barely just waking to hear this whereas she's heard it maybe 30 seconds prior you know because he's right there Uh, so you know there's been times where it backfired so um, we are uh, considering very heavily and and I think we're going to try it here soon putting William in with the boys Um, they're heavier sleepers than Ava, uh, the boys have less. I mean, they're younger, so school is still in an in an arena. I guess that's not quite as serious as Ava, who's you know going into, I guess, second grade. I I think so. I can't remember. Um. So anyway, yeah, I And mean, I could ram. I'm, I feel like I'm rambling, but it, the answer is yes and no. We've tried. We've tried it, and we're not sure where we're going to land there.
0: Yeah, but uh, again, I think the important thing is that you're trying it. You're trying to find that mix-and-match situation that works.
1: Yeah, and there's definitely, I mean, guess the w- one absolute is that William will not have his own room soon. We don't know when or, or how that's going to work or when it's going to work, but he will either be sharing, he's going to be sharing with somebody,
0: and he's the baby. So this is, this to me, this kind of brings up the crux of the matter with kids having their own rooms, uh, and I'm not not talking about the older stuff, the teenagers. Again, we'll get to that. We'll talk about the personal space or whatever. But when you're younger, uh, we're already starting to see this with our kids. Our kids sleep better, just generally speaking, now that they've gotten accustomed to having somebody else in the room. They mm-hmm. like having somebody else in the room. It's not like they have to have, I guess it's kind of cliche, and we did this too, um, sidebar. It was really cool that uh, in in the episode that I did with my, my buddy, Dr. John Phillips, he said, he pointed out, he just kind of reminded me, even the big families at one point just had one kid or, you know, of course, unless they they had twins, but even the big families started out as small families. And I think a lot of us made those same decisions when we just had a baby, when we had one kid that we put the baby in the crib and the room is perfectly dark and the noise machine is going and nobody goes upstairs when baby is sleeping and Mm -hmm. all that. And as you get older and as you have more kids, those, the kids that come further down the line it seems to me and i don't have any empirical evidence to prove this or whatever i'm just saying in my situation and in situations that i've heard it seems like those babies sleep better they sleep through certain sounds more in the creaks of the house and somebody being upstairs chattering a little bit mm-hmm. Yeah, just well, because they, they they share a room with somebody
1: yeah they they adapt they morph <laughs> i you know i'm not I'm afraid to use the word evolve but you know whatever you know they they do figure that stuff out because they have to that they live in a different
0: environment you know well i Uh, think their emotions and their brains and all that stuff they're so moldable they're so pliable especially at that age and so it's they just become a product of whatever they've experienced
1: absolutely i totally agree with you and and i also you know it could be uh sometimes we we think of you know, maybe maybe God was was being nice to us on this fourth one or whatever because he's a he's a good little good easy little baby or whatever. But yeah, no, I think it's more it, it's certainly just them being used you know being used to the the noise of the house you know. So
0: so let's move on. Let, let's talk about gender for a second. So you mentioned in the situation with your buddy Patrick that the boys all in one room and then the girl had her own room. What do you think about boys and girls? Bunking together, I think our audience and certainly the cliques that we run around with, Bobby, would say that the boys and girls need to be separated. But that comes at a certain age. You know, so when if you've got a two year old and a three year old, is it a big deal if they share a room? Probably not. Probably because they're still bathing together. I mean, none of that, the, the gender differences don't really settle in until a little bit later.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And those are things that I've, I've thought about, but I don't know when I, and that's probably a very subjective when, like it's probably different for each child. I'm sure, <laughs> uh, you know, and we're not experts here nor, nor are we going to pretend to be, but that's might be where puberty kind of jumps in, you know, and, and that's where, and that's different for every kid. Uh, you know, I don't know if we want to go down that, that too, too terribly, but right now you're right right now. I mean, even, even I have concern, I kind of have an opposite concern right now. Like, and Ava's our, she's our daughter, she's our only girl and she is the oldest and she's by far the most mature. I mean, from not just from an age standpoint, but I mean, I think it's statistically proven that girls kind of mature faster than boys. So she's like a little mommy in, in many cases and surprises us all the time with her maturity and, and kind of where she is socially and things like that. And I want her to slow down. I want her to be like younger, right? (laughs) As Mm her dad. But uh, I don't want her to pull away from the family yet. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to. I get that. Yeah. I don't want to provide the environment that allows her to pull away because she's already naturally ahead and wanting to pull away, not just from a gender standpoint. You know, she doesn't love all the Transformers laying around. And he doesn't love watching whatever on TV, uh, Power Rangers or what I don't even know what it is these days. But um, she already has a everything kind of going against her from that perspective, um, or how you look at it, maybe with her. You know, like she's has a very uh, you know her ability to pull away is going to be very easy because of the dynamic of our family. And I am so holding- you're saying.
0: If she's got her own room to retreat right. to, I don't that's want her another escape. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's just me personally. I mean, that's 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 the Earhart family. But I want, I still love, and it happens a lot still. But I, you know, so I'm not terribly concerned. But I love it when she plays with her brothers, and they kind of get rambunctious, and they're laughing, and they're being creative, and all that stuff. Versus when she's like, you know, kind of throws her nose in the air and says, "I want to go." Do whatever an older eight-year-old girl does you know i'm like eh you know come on be be little be young as long as you can be you know be young be foolish be happy lance
0: <laughs> words of wisdom from bobby <laughs> who also says bam all the time <laughs> they could have only gotten better if you said here are my wise words and i'm going to end it in bam and then i'm going to make a t-shirt and i'm going to sell the t-shirt bam if i, if t-shirt I, can, business. If I
1: can monetize bam That'd be fun
0: someday. <laughs> but going back to the so the the own room discussion and kind of retreating away and all that, do kids need their own room? Well, I guess it depends on how we define. You know what's what's the purpose of the bedroom? You know, obviously the center of it is sleeping and getting ready, getting dressed, all that. Uh, what do you? What else do you use your bedroom for? Like I know my kids. There are toys that exist in there, and even though we've got, I guess, what we consider a playroom elsewhere, there are still gender-appropriate toys in the girls' bedroom and gender-appropriate toys in the boys' bedroom and all that. So right now, while the kids are younger, we can say in a loving way, hey, you guys go play, and mean that for either their playroom or their room, and we don't really care. But I'm thinking, now that you bring this up, in you know, y'all's know you case, where you've got Ava, you don't want to send her Send her to her room just to go play with dolls or whatever. She might want to do that naturally on her own a little bit, and I I get that. Yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to encourage that, and rightfully so right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've just about a I don't know six months ago I just noticed how she tries to pull away. She's trying to be older than she is, and I think that's a normal thing for kids. I don't. I want her to be part of this, you know, this little family that we have so far. You know, I don't want her to grow out of it. So.
0: That makes sense. So do any kids at all, do they need their own room? Uh, We talked about uh, puberty and all that. Uh, So I would say that at a certain point, yeah, uh, without a doubt, it makes sense to separate the genders. Right. I get that. I I don't think there's going to be any pushback or any question there. But do kids need their own room in general?
1: Yeah, I can't think. uh, I mean, I'm off the top of my head here. I can't think of any reason why they do. I I think that all the benefits weigh or or weight toward uh, a better family dynamic, a better closeness in your your big family when they are having to figure out how to share and how to, uh, you know, I guess they're not the center of their own world. You know what I mean? There's a sibling right below me or right beside me. I have to be quiet right now or, you know, I can't be – I can't stay up and and all night leaving the light on because my little brother can't sleep with the light on. You know, like it just yeah. kind of it forces naturally, I guess, uh for them for them to think about uh, someone else. You know, there's a story I'm thinking of right now. Literally uh, just kind of off off notes here. Um I have some cousins that I just spent a couple days with. Uh, uh actually they're my I guess my first cousin's kids. So I'm not a family guy or, you know, a family guru, but I think that's first cousin once removed. (laughs) Um,
0: I still don't know what that means. I, I'll look that up when I look at Bay.
1: Yeah. Look that up. When you look at Bay, we need a producer who we can be like, Hey, what's that mean, man? He can like thumbs up us or something like that. Um, but anyway, these guys, uh, are 19 and 17. These, these, uh, these, these, boys, I guess these little cousins of mine. Um, and they're both kind of in college. One just graduated or no one, I guess maybe one's 22. The other one's 19. I don't know. Age, age doesn't matter here, but they, when they come back home for like Christmas or summer, for whatever reason, holidays, when they're kind of back together, their space where they sleep, which is in, in a basement, uh, kind of like a barracks, if you will, there's no rooms. There might be sheet partitions or whatever, which is another thing I loved about this, this part of this family. Uh, But anyway, one of them was telling me, man, when, when John's in town, when my older brother's in town, we, we go to bed at 10 or 1030 and we talk till three in the morning and we don't mean to, we keep telling each other, okay, this is the last thing we're going to talk about. It's the last thing we're going to talk about. And I'm like, man, I hope that's true for my boys someday. They're just such close. These, these brothers are such good friends. And they go from topic to topic, from sports to girls to whatever to school, <laughs> and it's like all, all before we know it, it's three in the morning, and we uh, are exhausted, but we don't remember or we don't know where the time went, you know. And I think that that's cool, right? If they had had their own bedrooms through their adolescence, through their teenage years, they may not have that closeness, you know. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. it's a sidebar,
0: I guess. No, but that's cool. I'm glad you brought that up. I would say I'm with you like eighty five percent totally with you. Uh, you look at it, and the closeness, the stuff that I'm trying to create with my own family is the stuff that you're trying to create with your own family. You guys want to be close, not just now, not when it's just you and your wife dragging the cute five kids through Costco or Sam's Club or whatever. you know it it goes beyond that. You want to you want everybody to be close through everybody's adolescence, through the college years. And certainly when your kids start having kids of their own, you want to piece all that together. You want to encourage that closeness. My 15% though comes from me going, okay, if I know teenagers and I I don't know teenagers at all right now because my oldest is seven and I'm going, I am disconnected. And it's not just because I don't know what bay means, but (laughs) I, I, I don't have that connection to the way that those guys think except for my adolescent self. So when I go back to 20 years ago, when I was starting to go through all that stuff myself, I really did enjoy my personal space. I did like having a place where, and we've talked about this on other shows before, I didn't have, I had, I had three other siblings, but none of them were close to me age-wise. So therefore, and with some other dynamics in my family, none of us were super close growing up either. But I still loved having a place where I could go pop on my headphones and be in my own little world. And that wasn't always a bad thing. It was nice having that own personal space. But the reality of the situation is when you've got a big family, you can't make that happen. Just like you can't say, hey, I'm going to pay for you to go to any college in the world that you want to. And that includes the places that, you know, are going to cost me $500,000. You know what I'm saying? Like there are just some limitations that, because of money or because of time or some, sometimes it is just because of choice, but there there are those limitations there that you say, I'm not doing this because I can't, or because I choose not to. And that just won't exist for those people. But again, that 15% of me kind of goes, I really enjoyed that. But hearing that story about you talking about your cousins, I'm like, yeah, I would have traded retreating away, listening to music on my headphones for that longer term relationship with my brother. Yeah. That's, but, you know, that's, that's it.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's, that's fine, but it's very subjective. I'm not saying relative anymore. I, I say everything's subjective. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, and spirit of the law, letter of the law type thing. I mean, you getting chance to retreat away and having some of your own time, you know, it, It's not necessarily a bad thing. And I do think that that can be useful. It can be, there can be value there.
0: Yeah. And Uh, a lot of that did kind of shape who I am even today. You know, I'm a huge music buff because I spent hours and 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 hours and hours. Right. And that came out of that. It would have shaped me in a different way if I had that relationship with siblings. And me looking at my family, Sarah and I looking at our family, if we have to pick one or the other, we're going to pick those bonds. And right. so that's where it comes down to, you know, and this is probably not even a path that we really even have to go down Sarah and I together, because I think the bedroom decision is kind of it's, it's going to be made for us anyway, just based on space. And I don't mean personal space. I mean, square footage space, bed number of bedroom space. It, it's not something that we really have to freak out about too much. But who knows, you know, if we do come down to the point where we could build that house where everybody got their own bedroom, who uh, who knows what we would do. But I'm looking at it going right now. I want my kids to be close. I think that's that's better than anything else.
1: Yeah, I think long term for us, you know, at least my forecasting, my foresight for the Earhart family, that's what I'd like to see happen. You know, but I know every kid with their personalities. You know, uh, echoing the show we just did, they're gonna they're gonna find their retreat time. They're gonna find their solace. They're gonna find their ways. Whether it be in the car on their way to basketball practice or, you know, wherever, you know, a, a retreat or something like that. They'll find ways to like develop their own stuff. And at least that's how I feel. I don't I don't necessarily feel like I have to I think they'll make it happen. You know what I mean? I think they'll they To like, the degree
0: that they need it, they'll exactly.
1: find it. Exactly. They're being you at at eighteen or fifteen, whenever you would retreat to listen to the Beatles or fall in love with your with music, they're going to do that. They're going to find their ways to do that. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah. So philosophy aside, let, let's put away some of the kind of ethereal stuff. Let's get a little more concrete. Let's talk about furniture. Let's talk about the uh, the physical world uh, of these rooms. Uh, we talked about double bunking and triple bunking. Dude, I love it that if you go Google triple bunk beds or quadruple bunk beds even and then click on images, you just see a huge list of all these great ideas that people have come up with, including the situations like you talked about earlier, where people kind of do the built-in bunk beds. That stuff exists. There are plans out there that you can download. You don't even have to go... Pinterest, dog. Yeah, Pinterest it, man. Do
1: you follow me on Pinterest?
0: No, dog. (laughs) (laughs) I don't... I don't really do the Pinterest thing. Sarah tags me every now and then, and honestly, shares ideas on what we should talk about on the on the show. So I need to get a little bit more involved because I know, probably not only my wife, but probably a large percentage of our of our audience digs the Pinterest stuff too. But are, yeah, I, are you active on
1: it? No, no way. I don't even have a Pinterest account. <laughs> I, and I and I I should qualify. I wasn't making fun of it because. Half of the, I'd say at least half or more of the creative things in our home are because my wife saw it on Pinterest and they're cool. I like them. Yeah, I without a it, doubt, it, it can be. There's inspiring. a Pinterest or something, right? Like Pinterest, Pinterest, man, man Pinterest. I actually,
0: I actually did sign up for a couple of those, um, and I can't even remember what the names are now. I think Pinterest did such. I think Pinterest did such a good job of kind of opening up and becoming a little less um, pink and feminine and all that. That now it's just a really good place to store a lot of links and store ideas and stuff. I'm sure yeah. it's still probably eighty twenty women versus guys, but if if you're a guy and you want to have that content or have that, that organize tool, your garage,
1: yeah, whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's it's still a welcome place.
1: I'm buying right now the URL Manturist.
0: <laughs> There's no way it's available.
1: <laughs> I'm not I'm not even going to look at. I'm not. I'm afraid to look at it. But I think that'd be a cool name for a Man Pinterest.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, on Mantris, I'm sure you would have plans <laughs> for triple and quadruple bunk beds. But seriously, go look at some of the pictures and some of the ideas that people have come up with. It's really smart, and it's probably an idea that uh, Sarah and I are going to steal. I Not Mantris, the bunk beds.
1: <laughs> you can't steal Mantris.
0: Because <laughs> you already got the dot-com. <laughs> oh, All right, uh, <laughs>
1: uh,
0: Furniture. What was the next thing we were going to talk about, Bobby?
1: Oh, uh, does furniture have to be nice? Uh, you know, or... or what is your your bedroom furniture like? You know, going back to what is the actual functional use of a bedroom? As I said before, for us, I mean, blankets on the floor can provide a great place for a child uh, under ten to sleep. So, do you need beds? Yeah, I think most people have beds. We have beds, um, <laughs> but does it have to be nice? That's wh- that's where we're going with that. <laughs>
0: I think we just found a show title. Do you need beds? <laughs> <laughs> this just <laughs> in on Above Average. Do you they, need they discuss yeah, if you your big beds. family needs beds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need beds. But, hey, seriously, does it have to be nice stuff? Uh, and, man, kids don't care about nice furniture. You do. No, they don't. And even the kids' friends, when they come over to play, and if they end up, you know, uh, there's some... uh Little girls in the neighborhood that come over and play with Katie, Beth, and Mary, and sometimes they'll run upstairs to their bedroom and play dolls or whatever. And I'll be thinking, "Ooh, did the girls make up their beds? Are the toys picked up? You know what? The little neighbor girls—they don't care. My kids don't care. It's—it's it's all about materialism and stuff and trying to impress folks and all that junk. With that line of thinking, I'm not saying don't take care of your stuff. I'm not saying don't you know have your routine where you make up your bed you know what i'm saying i I don't have to really qualify that
1: you're not saying that if you have cool nice furniture that it's a bad thing it's just you don't have to bend over backwards and you know have a second job for it
0: right right and you know if you've got a bunch of furniture in your room in your in your bedroom and you have another kid that you got to throw in there you're going to do what buy another dresser because that's what we've done so far with the girls, and Sarah and I are thinking, okay, we're cramped in here. What else are we going to do with all this space, you know? And it's it's bulky; it takes up the space in there. And obviously, when it's nicer, you get upset when that nice dresser gets beat up. So uh, yeah, uh, I,
1: I get that. It uh, I've experienced that a lot. <laughs> Anytime I have something nice, well, we're gonna do the house show, but we just got new couches, and I could go there completely.
0: So another idea that you can do is: have you seen those plastic bins? They. uh They're like clear-fronted. They've got drawers that you can pull out. And I don't know, they're probably like 30 bucks at Walmart. I'm just guessing, wet finger in the air. Um, But Sarah and I have looked at ideas, organizational ideas, you know, because kids have a lot of clothes. And it's not because, again, you're obsessed with stuff. It's just because there's a lot of it. And there are different sizes and different seasons and all that. It gets a little bit crazy. Uh, Think about using those plastic bins with those drawers and maybe put those in the closets. Because if you're a smaller person which little (laughs) kids are right right uh you know you can really maximize maximize that space little you can really maximize that space since little kids clothing it doesn't sag it doesn't hang way down so you can do more with that closet space otherwise you've just got a bunch of dead space there so that's something that we've thought about and we've actually found and repurposed some old dressers and already put them in the closet anyway and we've done that with uh two of the bedrooms so far and it works really well have you guys done anything like that
1: yeah, we do something similar. Uh, there's, we've got different kinds of closet organizers. We've got just like you said, an old dresser, um, that fits straight into uh, the, it fits right in the closet really seamlessly. We put them on. We actually put one dresser on bed risers, so you didn't have to bend down as far hey, because that's in smart. the closet, in the closet, as you know, you bend over there. You're there's less space to put your body. Laterally, if you will. Yeah. So we rose, rose. We we rose the <laughs> the dresser on bed. That's risers. what the teenagers were <laughs> saying. The teenagers say <laughs> rose. Yeah, we rose it up, and uh, yeah, the just more practical ideas. That was I don't know. That was from my wife, which I'll give her credit instead of Pinterest. It wasn't on Pinterest. I looked.
0: <laughs> hey. So anyway, with all of this, we would say. Bobby, did you hear what Amazon recently did with their Amazon Prime thing? No, tell me. They had Prime Day, and Prime Day was this oh, big yeah, I event. I think they did it back on the 15th, uh, July 15th, and they said the deals were going to be better than Black Friday, and all of these yahoos, and I'm one of them, with Amazon Prime accounts. We're all excited about the junk that Amazon was going to have for sale, and guess what? That's what it was. It was somebody referred to it as a slightly below-average garage sale. Really? And they had some good deals, but come on, it's July. We don't need stuff. This is not gift giving. This is self-giving. This is, Hey, let me find a good deal on something that I don't really need. And so yeah. I say all that. It just, today was kind of a gut check in some ways. It really made me realize how easy it is to get sucked into this kind of culture of materialism. So whether that's having a lot of clothes or a lot of toys in your rooms, um, I don't know. I just thought it would be appropriate to remind people to to thin out, give it away, sell it, do something like that and do that by referring to our clutter of stuff episode that was episode number 7. Uh Bobby came up with a ton of great ideas on that one. Uh, that was a really cool episode that we did. It felt like it was really kind of heavy hitting, hard hitting and it really offered a lot of practical tips to our listeners.
1: Yeah, it was good stuff. I remember that. Like, we need to go I need to go listen to that again. <laughs> Yeah.
0: But I thought that'd be an opportunity. Uh, I thought this would be a good opportunity to bring that up, uh, not just because the Amazon Prime thing, but because if we're worried about space, if we're worried about how in the world we're going to find room for our dressers and our beds for our kids and all these little little tiny bedrooms that a lot of us have, what can we do? Well, we can get rid of a lot of the crap that they don't need.
1: Yeah. And don't let it dictate how you feel about your big family. You know, I, that, I think that's the biggest takeaway for me is don't don't feel like another one or the one you just had or whatever is you can't handle it because of stuff uh whether in and, and I know that that's more philosophical from a global standpoint but even with just bedrooms you know and to, at least for us not every kid needs a bed there's great ben or needs a uh, their own room i should say Uh, there's great benefits and we touched on them uh, for kids to be together for, for their, to be with their brothers and their sisters, especially at a young age, you know? So don't, wouldn't you agree? Yeah.
0: That's a great point, man. Great point. Well, why don't we end it on that note? What do you think, Bobby? Sounds good. All right. So, folks, let us know if you come up with any other ideas or if you implement any of these ideas. We'd love to hear from you. You can check out AboveAverageShow.com and uh, see the other shows that we've done, see other guests, other posts that we've done, uh, and you can also find a link to our Facebook page there. We'd really appreciate it if you would go over there and like it and help share our post and all that stuff, uh, because... Bobby and I do this show. It's just for fun for us. It's, it's a fun hobby, uh, but it's something that we also feel like we're kind of called to, uh, to give big families a platform to have this podcast for big families because another one didn't really exist like this that felt kind of real and honest and a little bit raw at times. And I would say talking about bedrooms and all that stuff, it's not the most glamorous thing in the world, but it's real. It certainly applies to us. So whether it's this show or another one like the clutter of stuff, episode seven that we've done before, this is stuff that matters to us. It's stuff that Bobby and I are living uh, with our families on a daily basis. So maybe it's something that you enjoy, too. But if you would help us, please spread the word. We would appreciate it. Again, AboveAverageShow.com. But I think that wraps it up. Thank you so much for joining us, and thank you for being Above Average. We'll see you all next time. Later, guys.